You're listening to Death of the Reader. This is Herds bringing you the very first in a long line of entries in our annual review season on the show. We'll be bringing you the most definitive list of all the stories, big and small, that we've covered over the past year and telling you which ones we'd most hardly recommend to pique your murder mystery interest. It's always hard to find the lowest rung of the ladder every year. We try to cover stories that are worth our time and yours as much as we can. And this year's least exceptional entry coming in at 16th place is still not quite an exception. We covered this story as part of a movie special this year. And I am, of course, talking about the TV adaptations of The Body in the Library by Agatha Christie. The original Golden Age novel stars Miss Marple as she investigates the discovery of a mysterious body in the house of Mr. and Mrs. Bantry. Mrs. Bantry does go on to become Marple's sidekick throughout the investigation as they travel around the British countryside into a fancy hotel in the city and cross paths with bumbling policemen on more than one occasion. This tale has a lot to be said about class and the philosophy of the enjoyment of murder mystery as a genre, which I will cover in more detail for the review of the book later on in review season. Suffice to say, Miss Marple is the star of this show. When deciding which adaptations of Body in the Library to cover, Flex and I branched out in completely different directions, with Flex bringing to the table the BBC original adaptation of the story, widely regarded as the adaptational standard, and one to which all translations of Marple's adventures should be held, well, I brought in a Korean adaptation known as Miss Ma Nemesis, aka the God of Revenge. It's a completely different direction for Miss Marple as a character and stars Yoon Jin Kim of Lost Fame, playing a bereaved mother out for revenge, which is at least a slight departure from the quiet old lady Marple is usually directed as. This story is also part of a larger TV series with an original overarching plot to tie all the little mysteries together and spends just as much time covering the story of the body in the police station because libraries have gone out of fashion in modern day uh, as it does delving into the personal drama of the titular nemesis, our Marple stand-in. But let's come back to that in a second. It's only fitting that we begin with the baseline, the BBC adaptation, which stands the test of time through its terrifically charming acting, its sense of place as the story takes us along for a bumpy ride around Christie's England and the usual standards of beautiful costuming and engaging soundtrack that we've come to know and love from our Christie adaptations. However, I want to address a certain caveat out the gate, that though it is a great standard for BBC television and golden age murder mysteries, it fails to do anything unexpected with its source material. There are some interesting winks and nods at the camera, however. In the original novel, Miss Marple does a lot of umming and eyeing, swooping in at the last minute to save the day and expose our killer. Uh, the shelving of Marple for the first half of the story was done by Christie with good intentions, but I definitely enjoyed seeing her travel around in the film version to the hotel that the murder victim went missing from, strolling about town, strutting her stuff, and saying hello to the neighbors. It just adds an extra sense of belonging to her in the scope of the story and highlights both her friendly nature and her interest in physically understanding places and the people who dwell in them. There is a particular tongue-in-cheek scene of Marple and Mrs. Bantry in the parlor where they are discussing the dreadful murder using all sorts of ostentatious portmanteau, clearly a joke designed to poke fun at the source material as well as the class of rich country bumpkins that the Bantries represent in the story. Marvel herself uses metaphor as part of her investigative work, drawing parallels between children that she used to observe in the classroom and the adults that she now has to deal with in a much more serious context. 
pointing out how little the nature of a character changes as they seem to grow older and supposedly more mature, even if we stuff them into fine clothing and call them society. In complete contrast to the calm and collected BBC adaptation, Miss Ma Nemesis is fraught with peril, with a main character who is constantly having the hardest time of her life. If there's one thing I can say in favor of the Korean adaptation, it's that they clearly weren't afraid to break the expectations of the audience. Old Granny Marple is replaced by Margie Won, a mystery writer with a dead daughter, now dedicated to finding who killed her beloved child in cold blood and to take her righteous vengeance. Thus, the show granting her the title of Nemesis. Along the way, she is accosted rudely by several side stories, which make up the bulk of a given episode, with her own personal investigation occasionally being furthered through changing perspectives, uh, for example, through the eyes of her ex-husband, who can tell us his side of this tragic story, as well as through intense emotional flashbacks that slowly over the course of the series unveil the various clues and secrets of the night that Ma had her only daughter taken from her. To go along with this melodramatic premise, Ma is an extremely emotionally vulnerable character, prone to outbursts of anger and desperation whenever her daughter is brought up in conversation, and especially in the aforementioned flashbacks. The series spares no expanse in dwelling on the main character's traumatic backstory, highlighting how her heart has been hardened and how her drive to uncover her own personal mystery fuels her ability to solve others. We selected the body in the library story from late in the series runtime, and though we were still able to follow along, there was definitely a lot of catching up to do in terms of plot. Compared to the BBC adaptation or even the style of Christie's novels by premise, Ms. Ma has clearly been constructing its convoluted solutions across the entire show, speaking to a higher structure that we obviously found tricky to engage with sincerely. That said, the performances of the main cast, particularly Yun Jim Kim as Ms. Ma and Jung Woon In as Han Takekyu, a detective put in charge of her overarching case. Their performances really elevated the entertainment value of the episodes that we dived into. Jung in particular is playing a bumbling policeman role, and he knows it, producing a comedic yet sincere character who was genuinely fun to see rub up against the rest of the cast. Both adaptations we covered on the show had their ups and downs, and it really would be easier to recommend this collection if we weren't trying to show off the middle episode of a TV show, an adaptation that, though high quality, is not quite as remarkable as other murder mystery movies that we have covered on the show previously. And as always, this show only has time to cover about 15 out of 150 stories that we might have covered this year. I would still say that checking out these shows is worth it if you're at all curious of how Miss Marple might fare on the silver screen. You're listening to Death of the Reader. This is Herds telling you to get subscribed to the Death of the Reader podcast on your platform of choice so you don't miss all the other book love from review season. And let us know at Flex and Herds uh, on all socials about your favorite reads of the year. You're listening to 2SCR 107.3.